2024 is right around the corner, which means it's time to reawaken America. Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Cardio Miracle Studios. Folks, if you are looking to recharge your heart health with a natural amazing supplement like Cardio Miracle that is scientifically designed with nitric oxide to help energize your body, improve your circulation, lower blood pressure, better sleep, and by the way, gentlemen, improve your sexual health. Of course, head to CardioMiracle.com. Use code TBNS for 15% off your order. Cardio Miracle, the best heart health supplement in the world. All right, folks, let's go ahead and talk about how do we, in fact, reawaken America, especially with an election right around the corner to talk about that and more. Returning to the show, Clay Clark, welcome back to The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, thank you so much for carving out time for me. I really do appreciate you. Really appreciate you taking some time here. We're recording on a Saturday, Clay, so uh, peek behind the curtain for folks out there. Uh, the spreading the word, knows no sleep, knows no time constraints. We have to do what we got to do. And in this case, it's Reawaken America. So, Clay, you've been doing a lot of work at the Reawaken America Tour. For the folks who missed your past appearances here in the Brian Nichols Show, give us a little bit of background. What is the Reawaken America Tour and, and kind of what's your no. role there in helping make that thing as great as it has been? Well, and I'm not saying this to name drop. I'm just saying it so people can understand it. Uh, there's sort of an org chart on the Reawaken America Tour where we believe that Jesus is king. Uh, I think many of your listeners will identify with that. But also on our, our tour, General Flynn is uh, America's general. You know, General Flynn um, is really the, a driving force, the driving force behind the Reawaken America Tour. Uh, Eric Trump is on the lineup as well. So you have sort of the org chart of we believe that Jesus is king and we believe that General Flynn is America's general. We believe that Eric Trump is a, a, a anointed and appointed for this time. We believe that President Trump is, is supposed to be the president of the United States based upon the votes of the American people. So we put Jesus first. President Trump is our president. General Flynn is America's general. And uh, Eric Trump is, is sort of a, a man who's anointed and appointed to be a, the cupbearer for President Trump at this time. He actually runs the Trump organization. And so we have General Flynn, Cash Patel, uh, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Jim Brewer, the comedian, Roseanne, the comedian, uh, Sean Foyt, the praise and worship leader, uh, Don Jr., uh, uh, Peter Navarro, Devin Nunes. I mean, so many of these wonderful people, President Trump's attorney, Alina Haba. We all go to these events and uh, we're going to do, it looks like maybe one more, maybe two more. So uh, our final, we have a, a Tulare, California, December 15th and 16th. And then it's December 15th and 16th, Tulare, California. And if you want to come to these events, you can name your price. So what does that mean? It's the only event I've ever heard of where you can just pay whatever you can afford. So uh, my wife and I do these events. I, I don't draw a salary. I, I offset all the losses myself, but I want to make this affordable for everybody. So if you're out there today and you, know, you could pay $10 or, or you could pay $250, we want you to be able to get to this event. There's, it's two days. There's 70 plus speakers uh, over two days. The doors open up at 6 a.m. We start with praise and worship each day. We do baptisms on Friday nights and uh, it is a, it is a blasty blast. So we're going to Tulare, California, December 15th and 16th. And then the next one will be probably be April-ish and then one final event in October. And again, you can get those tickets at time2freeamerica.com. 
And we'll make sure we include all those links in the show notes. Now, going back to the idea of reawakening America, Clay, I think that uh, just in the, the name itself speaks to a very real problem. That is, America has been asleep and for a very long time. So how do you think we got to the point where so many folks have quite literally, you know, uh, you know, realistically or figuratively put themselves to sleep, put the blinders on? They're just not paying attention to what's happening. Well, okay. Um, let's talk business for a second. You're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. So like in business, um, the average person who listens to this show, if you're a business owner, if I were to talk about KPIs, you would go, oh, that's key performance indicators. Or if I talked about ROI, you would say, oh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, the, the return on investment. Right. Or you know, there's certain, like phrases or certain jargon that most business people would, would know. You know, you talk about org chart. You say, oh, he's talking about an organizational chart. You, you get the lingo. Well, right now, the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 14, if you haven't read it, folks, Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 14, it's in the book, in the Bible, folks. It says here, and the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth into the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather gather them to that battle of that great day of God Almighty. So the Bible said that when the, when the Euphrates River dried up, China and Russia would team up and the false prophet would show up. So right now you're seeing people like Yuval Noah Harari who are running around, and Yuval Noah Harari is a top advisor for Klaus Schwab here, and you're seeing people like Yuval Noah Harari run around and telling you these most perverse visions and dreams they have. They want to connect human. Yuval Noah Harari openly says that humans are hackable animals. He says that COVID causes surveillance to go under the skin. Uh, Yuval Noah Harari is openly stating that he believes that we need to uh, ban the eating of meat. I could go on and on, but because people don't read the Bible, they don't say, oh, this seems a lot like the false prophet in the Bible. So I would say, to your answer your question, because as a culture, we don't read the Bible, we don't see that Genesis chapter 6 says that the earth was filled with perpetual violence and wickedness before the flood. And Matthew chapter 24, verse 37 states that it'll be like as in the days of Noah before the return of Christ. And so the Hebrew word for perpetual violence and wickedness is Hamas. So if, if people had, you know, if people read the Bible, they would go, wait a minute. The Bible says that when the Euphrates River dries up, the false prophet will show up and China and Russia will team up. Boop, boop, boop. That just happened. And they would say, you know, the Bible says that the earth will be filled with Hamas before his return. And it is. So again, b- biblical, um, illiteracy or lack of knowledge of the Bible, in my in my humble opinion, is the reason why is how we've gotten here. Mm-hmm. Well, and it seemed like it's really been pushed by design, right? We saw this. Yeah. There's a, 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 a genuine approach from the government to separate any sense of thought and, and critical thinking away from the, the, the idea of religion, right? And, and in, the, in the education world as well, it was really focused on how do we get kids away from their parents, away from their, their religious entities, their religious bodies, and get them so they can become products of the state. And I think we're at a point now, Clay, and I'd love to hear your thoughts here, where so many kids, now that they are the older, well, not the older, but an older generation, now they're going to the ballot box. Now they're going to the real world. And we thought in the world of the conservative right that, well, once they hit the real world, that they're going to wake up. But what we're seeing is that this mentality it's really been it's been uh, force fed to these kids, but now that indoctrination is continuing through now that they're in their twenties and thirties. So to those the, to those kids that that's literally all they've known. That's all that they've been taught. 
what would be the best way to help get them awake beyond just saying, hey, this has been in the Bible. We have to, you know, go back to what <laughs> what, what you were just articulating here before. But for those folks, maybe are a little weary of trying to go down the, the path of religion. How do we open yeah. their eyes? Well, also, too, just to your point, I, I am also weary of the path of religion. I, I don't do well with religion. Um, I do well, I do, I do well with the Bible. I love the Bible, but I don't do well with religion. Religion, a lot of times, is where somebody takes a part of the Bible and they obsess on it. You know, so that would be like, Brian, if I said, you know, I'm starting the, the new uh, uh, second, uh, you know, there's like the first Baptist of whatever. There's the Lutheran church. And I'm not saying I should do this. I'm just saying. But imagine I started the the Clarkian church and you're like, what's the Clarkian church? Like we're obsessed with the false prophet and the book of Revelation. That's all we ever talk about. That's what a lot of that happens a lot of times with religion. But the Bible itself is the living word of God. 27% of the Bible is prophetic. 73% of the Bible is historical. So the Bible will tell you how it ends and how it begins. But let's set that aside for a second. I think when people come to our events, Brian, and they learn about election fraud. You know, keeping your business secure can be a real headache, especially for small companies like yours. My friends at Serpent Networks get it. They specialize in making enterprise-level cybersecurity simple and affordable for small and medium businesses. Their advanced AI actually exposes hidden threats before the bad guys can exploit them. So you get a comprehensive protection that's tailored 100% to your needs. If you're tired of cybersecurity blind spots, go see the experts at Serpent Networks and schedule a free consultation. One more time, that's Serpent Networks, your IT problem solvers. And they say, wow. That's crazy, right? And then the person next to you, they know about election fraud, okay? So you're sitting next to someone who knows about election fraud. They're going, bro, how do you not know this? And then you're talking about medical fraud. We have you know, Dr. Tenpenny and Dr. Mikevitz talking about medical fraud. And you, as, as Mr. Election Fraud Knower, don't know anything about medical fraud. And so the medical fraud person's like, that's right. I've been telling you. And then you're going, what? This is happening in our medical system? And then we talk, start talking about monetary fraud. And someone says, I thought the Federal Reserve was federal. And they go, no, it's not federal. There is no reserve. What? So when you learn about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, mainstream media fraud, mm -hmm. all that leaves you wanting to know, well, where's the hope? And that gets you back to God, First Thessalonians chapter 4. So I just would say that uh, we need to get together and understand what is going on. And if you don't view the world from a biblical perspective, you wouldn't understand why they're wanting to ban meat. You mm -hmm. see a lot of people say, oh, it's the green agenda. Okay, well, yeah, but, but why? Well, 1 Timothy chapter 4 tells you that in the latter times, they're going to ban the eating of meat. So it's, it's just, what? You know, uh, that's why it's happening. You know, people say, well, why, why is Hamas wanting to uh, install an Islamic caliphate, which is a kingdom built upon the dead bodies of Christians and Jews. Well, uh, that would be in Genesis chapter six. It'd also be Ezekiel chapter 38. And people say, what? Yeah, you know, Ezekiel chapter 38 said that Libya, Turkey, Ethiopia, and Iran would all surround Israel at the same time. And someone says, I did not know that. Okay, let me give you some more. Amos 1.7 talks about Gaza and says that Gaza will be destroyed before the return of Christ. And someone else says, what? Amos 1.7 says that? Yeah. Zephaniah chapter two verse four talks about Amos. Uh, it talks about Gaza being destroyed as well. That's, that's Amos chapter one verse seven. Also, uh, just notes here for you. If you want to read Mark chapter thirteen or Matthew chapter twenty-four or Luke chapter twenty-one, and I, I mean this sincerely, Brian. I have met with some of the world's leaders this year, and they will tell me over the last three years, and they'll say, Clay, why is there? famines and pestilences and wars and rumors of wars and neighbor rising against neighbor and, and you know iniquity or sin everywhere wickedness and i go well that's mark chapter 13 that's luke chapter 21 that's matthew chapter 24 and people that haven't ever read the bible they go 
It's like reading the news. Uh, I'm reading with Dr. Zelenko, who's Jewish. And Dr. Zelenko, he told me he's Jewish. True story. May he rest in peace. We're stage side. And he says, Clay, Jewish guy. He says, I think that the technology that's in the shots, the RNA modifying nanotechnology, I think it's the mark of the beast. And I said, are you reading the New Testament, the book written by John? He says, it's the only other way I can explain it. This is a Jewish guy. I'm backstage at one of our events talking to a Muslim guy. Muslim guy says, Clay, this RNA modifying nanotechnology that connects to 5G, it looks like it fulfills the mark of the beast. And I said to my friend who's a Muslim guy, I said, so you're telling me you're talking about the mark of the beast? Aren't you Muslim? And he says, I know, but it's the only way to explain it. So again, I'm finding that a lot of people who are just doing their research are coming to the same conclusions. Interesting. Well, and, and let's talk about that because we've seen a society drift so far away from meaning, from purpose, really become apathetic. And yeah. I don't know, Clay, don't know. like there there are so many folks that I just feel that they're, they're just kind of sitting in their lawn chair in the mentality of, oh, you know, we're going to watch the world burn. So to those folks, what can we do to either get them at least concerned, aware, so that they are paying attention and joining us and trying to, to prevent this? And I guess that goes to another part of the conversation that is, well, if this well, is prophecy, this is, prophecy is, there is there anything we can do? <laughs> ah, well, this is the thing. What you can do, what I can do, and I know this might sound like a little bit of a, uh, it might not seem like super optimistic for people. What we can do is we can do the, the uh, our, our work is here. You know, we can do this. So we can choose to follow Christ and, and to recommit our lives to Christ. We, we can commit to do that. That's what we can do. And then we can do what Luke chapter nine tells us to do, which is to share the gospel, right? So um, we're, we need to basically occupy until Christ's return. So I would say this, we need to raise our kids to fear God. We need to be right with God. We need to share the gospel. That's what we can do. That's what we can do. Now, um, as far as um, you know, what hope do we have? Um, Brian, if for any of your listeners, if they, if they go to thrivetimeshow.com, thrivetimeshow.com, I host one of the, uh, it is the objectively the world's highest rated business conference on the planet. I've been doing that since 2005. So I have 18, almost 19 years. I've been doing those every two months, every two months. Okay. So every two months since 2005, uh, we're talking six a year. You know, we're talking at this point, 120 plus conferences. And I tell you, I'll tell your listeners today, if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you request a ticket, you can name your price. I've always done it that way so everyone can afford to go. But I'm going to tell you, if you go to moralesbrothers.net, that's the website. Go there right now. Morales Brothers, folks. Go there. Moralesbrothers.net. M-O-R-A-L-E-S. Moralesbrothers.net. This guy has doubled his business in one year as a result of what he learned at our conference. Wow. And, and I'm telling you, Brian, Brian, he said, he said, if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on testimonials, he said during our interview, he, I interviewed him, I said, can I ask you, how long have you listened to our show? He said out loud, he goes, I've listened to your show for seven years before I reached out. Wow. Seven wow. years. Brian I, Brian, I put out four to eight shows a day on the Thrive Time Show. He's been listening for seven years down there in Richmond, Texas, and for whatever reason, he's like, I think I should go to a conference. <laughs> Double Let me give you another example. There is a PMH OKC. It's a company in Oklahoma called Perfect My Home. That business has has grown, check this out, from a, a, under a million-dollar business to $17 million a year in annual business. 
And that guy, I mean, so these are people that took action, right? And they were, we're just talking about business here. These are people that listen to great shows like yours, but for whatever reason, they're going, you know what? I should go to that. There's a restaurant called Papa Gallo's I've worked with for years in Florida. They came to our conference. They've, they've, they've grown from, if you can believe this or not, they've increased the size of their business by eight times. They're wow. eight wow. times larger than a restaurant. And I'm giving you examples of this because think about it in America today. How many people are self-employed in America? So I'm going to go to usdebtclock.org. I'm going to pull it up. And I grew up poor, so I understand what it's like to have all that going for you. But you go to usdebtclock.org. It says that 9,019,130 people are registered as being self-employed right now. So you have a country of 330 million Americans. So let's talk about it. Of the people listening to your show right now, there's 330 million Americans. If if 10% of America became self-employed, that'd be 33 million. But it's not 33 million. So we have 3% of America that's actually self-employed. But how many people in America say they want to be financially successful? So you you have it's it's very interesting that that people they'll hear information but a lot of people are hearers and not doers and yep. you can be successful as a self-employed person or working for somebody else if you work for somebody else we call that an intrapreneur that's where you work within an organization and you you bring the entrepreneurial mindset or you're an entrepreneur where you're basically flying solo okay but I'm just saying is I I have found I you know I grew up poor so a lot of people who've known me since I was a little kid they say to me Clay you know I'm thinking about opening my business. And I go, well, you should do it. We have a conference every two months. They go, yeah. But I'll tell you this. Almost nobody that I knew from growing up has ever attended our workshops. <laughs> Even though they know they can name their price and almost, and, and they know about my success, but they'll text me and go, man, I saw you on, this is before COVID. They'll go, I saw you on Bloomberg, brother. Or I saw your business or I saw your businesses. Could you tell me how I could grow my business? And I tell them, just come to one of my workshops. I do them every two months and you can name your price. But- how many people actually take action? I don't know. And all I can say is that knowledge without application is meaningless. That, that would be a Napoleon Hill quote. Knowledge without application is meaningless. Um, you know, uh, my, my quote would be, don't be an ask hole. <laughs> what? Don't be someone who asks a question and then all information just goes into this bottomless pit called the ask hole where you say, oh, oh, thank you for the information. Now I won't do it. Uh, hey, th thanks for the advice. Now I won't do it. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I won't do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. And that's what I'm going to do. You know, so I, I encourage you folks, don't be an asshole. If you're out there today, take action. Go to timetofreeamerica.com. Get a ticket to one of these events. And the whole time, be asking God. I'll tell you what you can pray. Just say, God, how can you use my time, treasure, and talent to save this nation? Because I'm a, I'm a nobody. I'm a nothing. I'm a guy who you know, has had regional success or whatever you call it, statewide success. People know me sort of, but I'm not like a household name. And if God can utilize my skill set as being a former disc jockey who grew one of the largest wedding entertainment companies and use me to help organize a Reawaken America tour, what can God do with you? God wants to use everybody listening out there. So I don't want anybody to think that just because you don't have your own show, or because you're not on the front row at an event that you don't qualify. So I'm telling you, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket, we just the other day, James, what was the guy's name that we gave a VIP backstage pass ticket to who listens to all of the events? What's that guy's name? Oh, Howard. Howard. This guy named Howard. And Howard's a how he's in late 60s? He's like 68 years old. Howard listens to all the events and he kind of, you know, reluctantly or whatever, he fills out the form, <laughs> not expecting us to call him. He goes to time to freeamerica.com. We call him and, and James was telling me the story about Howard and how he's really listening to our shows and the reawakened tour. And I said, well, get that guy a backstage pass. 
I thought his head was going to explode knowing that he got to meet Eric Trump and Don Jr., et cetera. So if, you're, if any of your listeners are out there acting today and they're looking to take action, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket um, today, just for, for today, you have a chance to win a backstage pass. So anybody who requests a ticket today by listening to The Brian Nichols Show, you just tell us you heard about the tour through The Brian Nichols Show and you have a chance to win a backstage pass. But you got to act now. There you go. Wow. Well, that's an offer for the audience. Um, please take Clay up on that offer, folks. And by the way, I think as we go towards the final thoughts here, Clay, um, what you're articulating, why do so many people just kind of stand on the sidelines? Because in sales, in life, our biggest competitor is not somebody else. You know, it's not our competition. It's the status quo, right? It, it's the the not doing anything, staying where you are. And if you're staying where, the, where you are, you're not growing, right? So I, I think, you know, to your point, if you want to get better, if you want to take those steps to improve your life, there, there's so many different avenues that are, that are open to you, many of which Clay has uh, opened and uh, explained throughout today's episode. So if you're interested in, in taking part and uh, learning more from Clay and the other great folks over at the Reawaken America Tour, yes, links will all be in the show notes. Clay Clark, any final thoughts for us today? I just can't tell you how much I appreciate your uh, dedication and diligence. I know that I work six days a week, and some people have said to me, have you lost your mind? Why? Do you hate yourself? Uh, no, the book of Exodus and Genesis talk about working six days a week and then resting on the seventh, and I believe that to be a literal thing, and that's what I do. So thank you for carving out time for me on the Saturday. I appreciate you. And again, congratulations on the new baby. Thank you, sir. Yes, there's uh, anything in life that you're questioning, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Have a kid. It'll give you uh, 1,000% all the answers you've been looking for. But Clay Clark, thank you again for joining us. It's always a great conversation. And folks, if you enjoyed today's conversation, you know the drill. Go ahead, give it a share. When you do, tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty. All links for Clay's social media will be there in the show notes. Please go support him and all the great work he's doing. And as for the show, you can find us pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. If you're joining us on the video version of the show, YouTube, Rumble, X.com. Also, we upload our episodes to Sovereign, which is Ben Swan's entity, S-O-V-R-E-N. And if you're seeing that episode over there, well, congratulations. You're seeing today's episode before anybody else. That's your Sovereign exclusive. And then uh, over on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube Music, wherever it is you get your podcasts, you can go ahead and find the uh, all the episodes of The Brian Nichols Show, including all the uh, last uh, appearances of Clay Clark here on the, uh, the program. So if you are joining us uh, there, please go ahead, hit subscribe and download all unplayed episodes. We have over, almost 800 episodes at this point of the show, so uh, I guarantee as you go through, you'll find them leaving you educated, enlightened, and informed. That being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Clay Clark. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.